Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Amen. Are you ready for the Word of God? Yes. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, that your Word is the truth, and your truth shall set us free. Whatever you say from your mouth will not go in vain. It will produce fruit in our life, Lord. We believe, Father, today it's not Pastor Lau speaking, but it's you who is speaking to them. And your Holy Spirit will speak into their heart and help them to understand your truth. And they will be able to walk in the truth. They shall be doers of the word, not just hearers of the word, Father. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I would like to encourage all of you to listen to all the teachings in the camp this year in the English series called The Joy of the Lord. And you will be changed. This series of teachings is very important to everybody so that we can have victory in life. Today, I would like to talk again about the power of laughter. The power of laughter. And laughter is so important because a lot of us have lost our joy. Many of us have been depressed, uptight, anxious, and worried so much. We let the enemy steal our joy. And what happens when we are depressed and uptight? We can be sick. Many sicknesses that happen in human beings come from depression, from being uptight, headache, neck pain, lack of sleep, insomnia, lack of appetite, lack of energy, poor digestive system, and depression cause a lot of problems. Therefore, in order to be healthy, we need to learn how to laugh. We need to really get the joy back into our heart. Where is in the Bible say that laughter is a medicine, free medicine. You don't have to pay even one penny. You don't even have to worry about how often you can take. You can take 200 times a day. And you don't need to worry about the side effects and the tolerance that happen after you take this medication. I want to give the prescription to you today. The prescription called laughter many times a day. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 22 say, A merry heart does good like medicine. When you laugh, when you have joy, the joy of the Lord will restore what you have lost due to the pressure in life. When you laugh, you will get healthier and stronger. You need to really learn how to get out from being stressed out, being uptight and being grumpy. You need to learn how to be joyful. Life is not just about our work and no play. We need to be balanced. We work hard, we are responsible, but we learn how to play and have fun and have a vacation and laugh together in the family or with friends. We need to develop the habit of have a sense of humor and have fun together and laugh together. Look for opportunity to laugh. Statistically, they find out that an average child, and I can witness this because I have three grandchildren, 
an average child laughs about 200 times a day. But statistically, an average adult laughs only four times a day. Some of you don't even laugh every day. Some of you never laugh for 27 years. You're just so grumpy, so unhappy because you face the pressure in life. You face stress and big responsibility. Therefore, we need to learn how to laugh. I just want to continue the sermon from the camp that laughter not only keeps you in good health and make you enjoy your life, but laughter also strengthens your relationship. Laughter is a free medication. You save a lot of money by laughing, not have to pay for transcurizer, antidepressant, or sleeping pill. And you don't have to worry about the side effect. Laughter releases the body natural hormone, such as endorphin. Endorphin makes you sleep well. No pain. It's internal morphine, basically, but no side effect. Not only that, laughter releases growth hormone. So make you look younger than age. If you laugh all the time, even though you turn 80 years old, you still look like 40 years old, like Pasada. She looks young. Because she laughs all the time. She is a happy woman. Laughter not only makes you healthy, but it strengthens the relationship. Relationship between you and your spouse, between you and your kids, relationship between friends and brother and sister in the church. Therefore, in the household, we need to laugh together. Laughter should be in the family. Laugh together. Amen? And when you can laugh, you strengthen your relationship in your marriage in your parenting. One thing that the enemy, the devil, like to do is to cause strife, stress, anger, bitterness, division, fighting, quarreling in the house. The devil cannot stand listening to your laughter. The devil will be unhappy when he hears the husband and wife laugh together and have fun together. He wants you to get mad, yell at each other, throwing things to one another and quarreling in the household. He wants to destroy any church and any household. Therefore, we want to laugh in the church more. We want to laugh in the household more, in the family, so that we can have joy, strength, and the blessing of God. Joy and laughter is related to faith. How many people want God to bless you? How do you get the blessing from God? Faith. We receive the grace and the blessing from God through faith. And one of the manifestations of faith is joy. When you have joy, you laugh. So please don't fall into the trap of the enemy. Anytime you get mad at your wife and you start to get boiling up and want to yell at your wife, uh, calm down, calm down. Don't get mad. Don't yell. Just smile and laugh. I did this all the times. <laughs> when I start to get angry in the house, I just calm down and laugh about it. Let us keep the atmosphere of fun in our household. When you laugh, you should not laugh under your breath or just quietly. You just laugh out loud and fill the whole house with joy. Do you know laughter is also contagious? Contagious means spread to another person. You may be sitting in one corner of the house doing some work there, and suddenly you hear your wife laughing because she is watching some Korean movie or something. <laughs> or watching the funny cartoon. You hear for a while and not too long, you laugh as well. 
because laughter is contagious. Family members that can laugh together on a regular basis will be a family that will stay together for a long time. There are a few things in marriage that will keep your marriage strong. Listen carefully. Not only love. Love is the beginning. Love and faith. But there are two things to keep your marriage. Husband and wife have a strong relationship until the last day. Number one, respect. You need to respect your husband. You need to respect your wife. You may not agree with everything she is doing or he was doing, but you respect. You show respect to one another. But number two, another factor that keep your marriage go on and on is laughter and joy in your marriage. You laugh together on a regular basis. Some of you today will see your marriage relationship go up to the next level. If you learn how to bring joy back into your home, you laugh together, you have fun together, you play together, you go out to do something together, you allow a lot of pressure in life and disagreement and conflicts in the family to pull you apart. Stop that. Respect each other. We know that we are different. We come from different backgrounds, different homes, especially if you marry a person of the different culture. You need to respect each other. Instead of fighting with the misunderstanding and disagreement, you should build the atmosphere of joy. Laugh together. You need to meditate on, oh, 20 years ago, why I fell in love with her. Wow, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Oh, I remember the good things that we enjoy doing together. Wow, five years ago, we have fun together in that vacation. You need to meditate on the good things and don't focus on the bad things. The joy will come back to your heart and you can laugh together. Laughter will bring freshness, newness, and strength into your relationship, into your marriage. Many couples are good people. They're good people. They love God. But they allow a lot of pressure and disappointments and disagreement to pull them apart. We need to stop that. I'm not going to entertain this strife anymore. Strife is the manifestation of the presence of the devil. Whenever you fight in the house, you yell at each other, you use bad words, you curse your spouse, you are working with the devil. So don't fall into his trap. Stop that. And start to talk to each other nicely. Love one another. Laugh together. Maybe set up the time to watch funny movie together by the end of the day. And laugh together. Look for opportunity to have fun. Have good joke. Learning about good things. And talking about the past. Oh, that day we went there. We have fun. We went to Hawaii together. We swim. And we have fun together. Always try to Think about the good things that you have together in life and laugh together. If you are laughing together, you will get the favor from the Lord in your house because you are practicing faith in the household. Are you going to practice what I teach today? You look so serious. I talk about laughter, everyone. Like this, no one smile. Are you going to practice? <laughs> <laughs> laughter not only reduce your stress, your tension, but laughter also will draw people to you. When you are uptight and grumpy, you push people away from you. 
But when you smile, you laugh, you have fun. You will bring the wall down in relationship. Maybe you get to know some new customer or new friend, or even in my clinic when I meet my patients, I just laugh with my patient, and the wall between me and my patient came down right away. I remember I shared this story when I first came to America. I was working at Harborview Hospital, and Harborview Hospital. Was a terrible place to work for because so many car accidents, so many broken neck, broken back, paralysis, people paralyzed on the wheelchair, coma. So the atmosphere in the ICU at Harborview Hospital was very serious, very sad. All the patients, family looked so depressed and so worried. But I learned from God that I need to smile more. I need to have good nature. I need to be friendly. I need to. Be joyful in the midst of all these things. So when I walk in the ICU to make round to see patient, I always smile, make joke. All of my coworkers, the younger doctors and the nurses, become more relaxed and they love it. And I can see that the patient is doing well. When I was working at the University of Washington, we have we call mortality and morbidity conference every month. Morbidity mean complication. Mortality mean death. All the chief resident have to present how many people die, how many people get complication. I tell you, all those seven to eight years, I have very small amount of death and small amount of complication. Really little, maybe two cases. My friend have ten cases, fifteen cases. My boss loved me because everywhere I go, no mortality that much, no complication. You know why? Because I always have fun, enjoy, smiling, and God give me favor. So my patient recovered well. I remember one patient; he was comatose uh, in the rehab area at University of Washington, and there's no way he can wake up because he got bad brain damage from car accident. I need to smile and happy and have faith in God, and I pray for him by faith and still have the happy heart that God can answer me. What happened? He woke up. God answered my prayer, and he went home. He was comatose for many, many weeks, and no hope at all. He's gonna wake up. Faith really moves the favor of God into your hand. Faith and joy will cause people to have favor on you. How many people like people to come to you with a long face and angry face, and you say, uh, "I want to give you one hundred dollars, but I think I changed my mind now." But if you come to people smiling, happy, thank you, big smile on your face, look friendly. Wow! They will say, "I plan to give you one hundred dollars. I'm gonna give you two hundred now, because you are joyful, you are thankful, you are happy, you have good nature and good character." Amen. Laughter reduces tension. Laughter will help people to really build good relationship. It will draw people to you. You instead of being uptight, you should be happy. Sometimes you have to laugh about yourself. Sometimes you try to do things with good heart, but you make mistake, or you do dumb things, and instead of being insecure and defensive and try to protect yourself, people laugh at you. What you should do? Join them. Laugh at yourself. One time I never forgot. Long time ago, I was a new pastor, just only a few years. I went to a pastoral conference, and the senior pastor of the whole group did not know that I cannot sing well. So he called me up. You come and lead worship. 
And I was like, okay, I need to obey the leader. The leader said, lead worship, lead worship. I come up. This is a real story. I come and lead worship. I sang off key and I did not flow with the music either. It's like off. So all the pastors in the room laughed at me because I looked terrible. Sing off key and I didn't go along with all the musical instruments. They all laughed at me. And what did I do? <laughs> I laughed too. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to laugh at yourself. Then you make some mistake. Amen? Every time you laugh, you are healthier. Every time you laugh, you get stronger. A lot of people in the world are uptight, grumpy, and never laugh with their spouse or laugh with their children. They are too stressed out. They say, I cannot laugh. I'm not happy right now. Listen to all the bad reports in the internet. COVID-19, the gas price went up, bad, 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 bad things. Oh, life is terrible. It's miserable. Another trouble will come again in the world. The 666, the Antichrist will come and kill me. Those Christians are sad all the time. No, the more difficult the situation is, the more we need to laugh, the more stress you face, the more you need to look for opportunity to laugh and to be joyful. You need the strength to go through those things. A lot of people live in doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. Oh, life is bad. The gas price has gone up. Oh, I used to buy Jaya only $5 a plate. Now it's $10. Everything has gone up. Life is miserable. Oh. But you forget that somebody can cook free chaya for you and send to your home. When you face problem, it's a time to laugh. It's a time to enjoy because the joy of the Lord gives you strength and makes you healthy. I'm going to show you why we laugh even at the time of troubles, at the time of stress and look like no hope at all. Let me show you a few scriptures here. Job chapter 5 verse 22. You shall laugh at destruction and famine, and you shall not be afraid of the beasts of the earth. This scripture does not seem to make sense. Destruction, a laugh. Famine, a laugh. Bad economy, a laugh. But you are supposed to laugh. You're supposed to be joyful because in the tough time, it's easier to be depressed, to be sad, to be discouraged and complain. And when you are sad and depressed, what happens? You get weaker and you start to have bad attitude and feel defeated. And when you are weaker because you are depressed, your immune system will be weak and it's easier to get COVID-19, easier to get sick. And the blood pressure goes up, you lose appetite or you eat too much and you gain weight. Sometimes bad things happen when you get depressed. So you need to fight. I'm not going to allow this destruction to steal my joy. I'm going to laugh. I need to be strong to the end. I need to build my immune up. I'm going to laugh. And God is my solution. God say to you, please don't be upset. Don't be depressed when you face destruction. When you face difficulties and stress, cheer up. In famine, you laugh at it. And you're going to be in a better health. You're going to be healthier. You're going to be stronger. You laugh at the famine. You laugh at the problem. I know this teaching is hard to do, but you need to make a decision to do it. 
Amen. You make a decision to be joyful in the midst of trouble. Psalm chapter 2 verse 4. I'm going to explain to you why we laugh in the midst of problem. Psalm 2:4. He mean God who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. If we translate into another way, it's the Lord make fun of them. The Lord laugh on the throne, and the Lord make fun of His enemy. Psalm 37 verse 13. The Lord laugh at the wicked, for He knows their days is coming. Can you picture this scripture? God sit on the throne. God was not mad. He was not upset. He was not worried about the gas price. He was not not worried about COVID-19. He was sitting on the throne. He was not mad at anybody. What was he doing in the scripture? He was laughing. Why he was laughing? Why is he so full of joy? Because he know the final outcome. What is the final outcome? The destruction of his enemy. In other words, God knows the end of the story. In other words, God has the final say. He knows the final outcome. The good news is this. We are worshiping and serving the victorious God. No matter what happened, the final outcome, the end of the story is victory. And you and I are with Him. The Bible says, He lead us into triumph. The end of the story is that we're going to have victory. Think about this, if you like sport. Our Christian life is like we are in the, we call fixed fight. F-I-X-E-D. Fixed fight. What does it mean, fixed fight? You watch the Super Bowl, two teams were competing. But one team already have the inside information. They know that eventually they're going to win. They are in the fixed fight. They know the end of the story. They know that they're going to win. Even in the middle of the game, they were losing. Are they worried? Because they know at the end they're going to win. Are they worried? No. They know at the end they're going to win. So in the middle, they don't worry. They still laugh. They still have fun. They still do the best they can. And eventually, they win. The same thing with our life. Do you believe that God is going to give us victory at the end? Do you believe that our God is on our side? He has written the final chapter of your life. And the final chapter is the victorious chapter. Amen? He's going to give us victory because He is the God of favor. He loves us so much. He has already overcome death on the cross, in the tomb. And He said that in famine, you laugh. When you face destruction, you laugh at it. Because at the end, you're going to have victory anyway. He shall supply all of your needs according to His Riches in glory in Christ Jesus. He is your healer. He can heal you. He is your vindicator. He will take revenge for you. He will pay you back. He is your promise keeper. He's going to keep his promise. He is your way maker. He is your deliverer. He is your savior. Victory is yours. The end of the story is victory. Even though right now you are seeing some destruction. I like the story of Abraham. Abraham was Given the promise, God said, you're going to have a son. And God visited him again at 90 years old when they were older, Abraham and Sarah. And God said, you're going to have a son. The Bible says, Abraham laughed. I believe in his heart, he tried to argue the reason. 
I'm old now. I'm almost hundred years old now. You say I'm gonna have a son. This look impossible. And he laughed. And eventually, the promise came true. God may promise you something in your life. Promise you that you're gonna be healed. God promise you that you're gonna be out of debt and you're gonna have more than enough to do every good thing. God promise you that your family, the relationship between husband and wife, is being pulled apart. God say, I'm gonna restore your marriage. God say to you, you lose this job, I'm gonna give you another job better than before. God give you promise. What do you need to do? Keep laughing. If you cannot laugh by yourself, you just watch some funny movie. Or you stir up the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. You tap into the well of salvation inside you. Stir up the Holy Spirit inside. Tap into the well of joy inside. And go ahead and laugh. Laugh in the Holy Spirit. Come into the presence of God. Worship God and laugh. Because when you laugh, you tell God that, I believe you will fix this problem for me. I believe I will have victory. Amen. Faith will move the hand of God. Everyone say, I am in a fixed fight. My end of story is victory. The final outcome of my life is victory. God is on my side. He goes before me. He will fight the battle for me. And He is a God of victory. Do you believe it? Yes. <laughs> Let me ask you this question. If somebody promised to give you a check, one million dollars, what is your name, uh, your last name? Write a check, one million dollars. When somebody going to write you a check, one million dollars, how are you going to behave? Why do you get excited even though you haven't seen the check yet? You look excited. You laugh because you believe. Christian life that has faith in the victory of God will look excited, will be happy and laughing and joyful because you believe victory is yours. Amen. Can I see your excitement? <laughs> A little bit more. <laughs> oh, sometimes I love to see the congregation in the south of America. When people get excited, they... And they run around and <laughs> they're so excited. <laughs> Please take this medication on a regular basis. Free of charge. Amen. Look for opportunity to laugh. Learn to play. Learn to have fun. Learn to really laugh. And if you cannot laugh yourself, just make decision. I'm going to laugh no matter what. Just go ahead and laugh. And stir up the Holy Spirit on the inside of you to laugh, to Really be joyful on the inside. Don't live uptight. Don't live stressed out. But turn your life around from now on. You are happy 
you're joyful because the Lord is with you. Victory is yours. Lighten up. Be happy. When you're happy and joyful all the time and have laughter, you're going to have good nature on you. You're going to have good personality. People like to be around you. Your customer want to come back to you because you smile. You're happy. You're not grumpy. Yeah. You want to buy this house? Sure. I'm in bad mood right now. I'm a real estate agent, but I'm in bad mood right now. Single woman, you like some good man to fall in love with you? Single woman. I don't know who's single woman around here. Okay. If you want to have a godly man fall in love with you, smile, be kind, be happy. And the man going to look at you and say, Oh, I like that woman. Her personality is so impressive. Single man, single man in this room, do you like some godly woman to fall in love with you? Why, well, somebody not like this. <laughs> Don't be a grumpy man. Be happy and smiling. Have a good nature. Be generous. Be kind. Amen? And then the lady is going to come and, Oh, I like this guy. People like to be around happy person, not grumpy and sad and depressed person. Be happy. Amen? Amen. And if you have a happy heart, cheerful mind, you smile and you laugh all the time, you're going to be strong, you're going to be healthy, you're going to see healing, you're going to see favor, you're going to see God move His hand for you. He's going to make you enjoy your life. He's going to answer your prayer. Sickness will leave, favor of God show up in your life. Chronic pain will be gone. And not only that, your relationship between you and your spouse will be improved. The relationship in your workplace will be improved, will be restored, will be strengthened. And not only that, what he promised you, like Abraham, going to come to pass. Because Abraham loved, he believed in the promise of God. Even though it looked impossible, but he has faith and he say, ha, 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 ho, ho, ho. Should we be a joyful church? Should we be a sad church? Should we be a joyful church? Can I hear the joyful church? (laughs) Praise God. How many people are going to practice what you learn here? How many people from now on, no matter what happened, even the worst situation, you still, ha, ha, ha. You're going to laugh at the situation. You're going to laugh at the mountain of your life. Laugh at the enemy because you know the outcome is God is on your side. Amen. Please listen to this series of teaching at least once a year. The joy of the Lord. Once a year to remind yourself to be joyful. And you will not let anybody steal your joy. You're going to keep laughing and having fun in your life. Amen. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you love us. You remind us of the importance of being joyful, of laughter. Lord, we don't want to live sad, depressed, uptight, and full of sorrow, full of depression. We want to be joyful Christians. We know, Lord, the joy of the Lord is our strength, Lord. And we're going to practice laughter on a regular basis, Lord. And we're going to see the favor of God on our life. Our relationship with others will be restored, will be improved, Lord. 
Lord, we thank you. May your Holy Spirit work on the inside of us, Lord. Help us to have more joy, more peace on the inside. We will not be depressed. We will not allow anything, Father, to steal our joy from us, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Just in case you are not sure you are born again, I would like to encourage you to give your life to Jesus Christ. And I want to see you in heaven. I want to see you have a super abundant life. Jesus said, "I came to give you life and give it more abundantly." The devil came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. That's why he wants you to be stressed out, to be sad, to be sick. But Jesus wants us to be joyful and want us to have life. I want to ask you to really give your life to Jesus and make sure you are a born again Christian. Follow my prayer right now, Father in heaven. I repent of my sin. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. I want to have super abundant life and eternal life. Lord Jesus, you died for me. You paid a price for me, and you were raised from the dead on the third day. You are the living God. I believe. And confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. You are alive now. You are not a dead God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I repent of my sin. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Friends, the
Still.